Good bloody evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's the King of the Couch back in your ear holes for another edition of the world's greatest podcast, probably the King of the Couch podcast. Hope you're well. I'm well. I'm feeling good. I'm sitting here in a flash new polo shirt for anyone watching at home or on their handheld devices. I look good in it. It was obviously one big reason why I bought it. There's another reason attached to why I was at the shop buying this polo shirt, which we'll cover tonight, of course. Uh, a lot to catch up on. Didn't get on the mic last week. I know I sort of made a comeback on episode 151, then be 152. I had all intentions of getting on last week. Just the week got away from me. Um, as I've said before, I'm a parent of two wonderful children and one of them is teething and one of them is going to bed later because if they have a day nap they're up later so it's a bit of a bit of a bit of a fucking what do you call it cock block on my monday night podcast if i lose the monday tuesday you know i'm into wednesday at this point back work thursday it's just a thing you know what i mean friday night i don't really want to do it the monday night is the perfect night for a podcast so i'm back nonetheless i could have flagged it tonight it's 8 52 p.m on the 27th of February, the last day of summer tomorrow. I can't believe it's the fucking last day of summer. Just straight up, shout out for summer. I've had one of the greatest summers on record. It's been pretty awesome. I've got tanned. I've got well lit quite a few times. I've had some great, great times in the beach. We bought a cool cabana. I was highlight of summer. Bought a beach wagon, another highlight of summer. So we had heaps of beach time in with Beck, Arabella, and Oscar. Unfucking real. And, um, yeah, I've just had a sick time. I've got fat. Jeez, I've got chubby. I've got chubby. That'll also feature a little section when I bought this shirt because, uh, yeah, emotionally got to me the other week. But, uh, yeah, need to lose some weight. Just digressing there. But summer, probably one of the best summers I've ever had. I remember, like, before summer, you know those Higgins storm chasers, all those sort of fucking storm chasing gurus? They, oh, rain season, monsoon season, worse, worse cyclones, worse this, worse that. Mate, you got one day left to show up because your predictions... Well, dog shit. The one thing about the weathermen, uh, or the weather people, weather woman, I'm not sure. We'll go with the weather people. Um, they don't have to be right. They just have to be near near enough is good enough sort of thing. There's a good chance in Queensland, most days it will be sunny. There's a good chance it could rain, and you might get a bit of wind and maybe a natural disaster. They just package that up. They just keep packaging, packaging that, and, and it'll, it'll be fine. It's okay. But we were sweet. Mint summer. And uh, I'm, I'm a bit gutted tomorrow's the last day. already feel slight change in the air, slightly getting cooler. But don't worry, that's not going to stop the big dog from going down to the beach. I'm a lifer, love the beach, love the surf. The ocean is king. Outside of me, the ocean is king, and I fucking love it. So, yeah, thank you, Summer. It's been good. Bring on autumn. Autumn is uh, Beck's favorite season. She tells me every day of autumn. She loves it. There's something about it. She likes the cool, crisp mornings. And just the sun in in autumn, just something like that, some cool crisp mornings. But uh, nevertheless, I'm here, eight fifty four p.m., twenty seventh of February. Let's fucking go. Now I missed it. Hang on, quick shout out. Drinking a sake tonight. I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't gonna do it. Had some leftovers from, the, from a stonkingly good weekend. And Asahi, like to be honest, I just opened the fridge. It looked at me. It was like, come here, baby. And I was like, oh, all right, I did that. So I cracked it earlier. I'll be honest, I, I recorded the first three minutes of this show, and I just wasn't vibing. I was like, this is fuck. So I hit stop, delete, start again. Now I'm fucking vibing. Sometimes you've got to get in the zone. You've got to fucking get into the flow state. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm going to have a little sip of Asahi. Mm. It's like mother's milk. Out of like, 
God's teat. I love it. Not even believe in God. God was a woman, though. If there ever, if there was a God, I'd believe God was a woman. Bold statement, sticking behind it. But yeah, so I've got two weekends to catch up on. We've got a bit to go across tonight. Um, some fun stuff. Yeah, bit. I'm not going to tell you now because you might leave. I'm here to the very bitter end. Last week, I'm just going to do a quick recap of last week because there was a couple of cool things that happened on the weekend. Well, one, one, one thing, one punchable offense, really. Um, me and my father... We got tickets to go see the punk legends Social Distortion and Bad Religion. Shout out my father, my my dad. He bought the tickets. I believe I don't ever did never pay him back, and at this point I'm not. Show's been gone, so dad, that money is appreciated. You never get any back from me. Um, but yeah, went from the sunny coast all the way out to Ipswich. Now I felt obliged to go and pick him up, and I went and had a sleepover at my dad's place. He's been there for a year. And I haven't been out to see him. So kind of a bad son on my behalf. He's been out to my house once though, frankly. So it's not like he comes out every second week. So it's all good. You know, he doesn't expect me to come out. I've got a family and stuff like that. But I wanted to get out. Pardon me, Belching. We're Belching. The Belchers are back for 2023. <clears throat> Love it. Apologies. But you can have it. I know that's why some of you come for that. I come for it too. So go all the way out there. Now pre-book parking, right? Run a little bit late. Pre-book parking. Wilson's parking. Uh, this is my punchable offense. We're starting tonight with a punchable offense. Uh, Wilson's parking, punchable offenses, taking money for parking and not actually having car parks. We drive into one car park, which they told me to go to, and all over the bottom, which I mind you, it's 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 tighter than a nun's nasty, this car park. It was disgusting. And uh, get all the way down, no car parks. Okay, this is bizarre. Call the 1-800 number as you do, because I'm a, I'm a solution-focused individual. Oh, you know, sorry, sorry. They give you these fucking people that, I don't want to get into it. Don't want to get into that. Nearly said some bad stuff there. Don't want to get into that. But these people, they're nice. They're nice people, but they're, they're not here. They don't care. Sorry. Okay, yes, we've been getting reports that it has been uh, full. And yes, you will need to get out. So, okay, cool, cool. Where do I go now? Okay, go to 119 Charlotte Street. All right, cool. Punch that in the fucking GPS. Bang, bang, bang around the corner. All the way to the fucking top this time. No car parks. Now I'm starting to get a bit shitty. You've taken me $5.20. How do I fucking get in the car park? You know what I mean? So... It was uh, just one of those things. Just one of those things. Anyway, got there eventually. I don't talk about the punchable fence that, that often. So, But got to the show. Got there a bit late. It was great. Amazing show. Um, it was at the River Stage. Probably one of the best outdoor sounds I've ever heard at a, at a venue. Um, it was just booming. Got in there. Saw Bad Religion. Loved it. Saw Social Distortion. Loved it. There was, was a bit of boobage. Few joints getting around, had about four golds. It was a beautiful concert. Packed our shit up, drove all the way back out to Ipswich, had a couple of tins at dad's house, it was nice. Next morning, went down, saw some family members, did some did some yard stuff. Saturday night. Got uh got down and dirty. Beck was stunned. I said, um, put on crazy stupid love. Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell. Never seen it. Looked kinda good. I'm not into rom coms. But it looked kind of good. There was something something about it that was attracting me. Could have been Ryan Gosling. Could have been Steve Carell. I don't know. I said, put it on. Put it on. She was like, what? Like, you, what? You want to watch this? And I said, yeah, I do want to watch it. And she's like, you're just saying that. I was like, no, no, no. I put it on my, my watch list for us, but I actually would watch this on my own. I caught her right. She didn't believe me. She just did not believe me. So I uh, anyway, I um, we watched that. We had a bottle of rosé, lovely, delivered by my auntie and uncle a few days earlier. Thank you very much. Shout out Ash and Pete. Lovely bottle of uh, Trien's rosé. 
We then had some leftover cocktails from Jordan's wedding uh, and these like cool things. We never opened them. So I said, Beck, why don't we crack them on a bit of ice, a little bit of fucking soda water, a bit of jus in it, a bit of juice. That's what I call, that's what I call juice in the house, jus. And um, delicious, delicious. Between those cocktails, the rosé, uh, the the ever handsome Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell, and Frank Emma Stone was she was great, great part. Julianne Moore, great movie. If you haven't seen Crazy Crazy Stupid Love? Go and check it out. Lovely movie. Connection. The connection on Saturday night was. I, I can't even talk about it. If I started talking about it, the show would get X rated. But let me just let me just say it was a great night. It was a great night. I won't I won't say any more. Sunday. Had the kids all day. Had a thing. That's right. This is going to get to it too. We'll get to it. We'll get to it just straight after that. But looked after the kids all day. Um, Beck worked. We had a nice dinner. And I actually set the DVD player up. This was this was new for me. I set the DVD player up. I'll tell you why I set the DVD player up. One, I'd gone out and seen my dad the night before. And he, he's got a bit of a man cave. Dude, the dude's got, he's got records. He's got CDs, he's got DVDs, he's got VHS, he's got it all. It's like a fucking museum, right? It's like a shrine. Now, when I was in Perth, I mentioned on my last podcast, I'd watched uh, Once Were Warriors on the television, and it was so chirpy and cheery that I had to seek out the sequel. Now, I was like, it's not on any streaming services, right? But I'm pretty confident I got it on DVD. Boom. I opened the old cabinet, dust off the DVDs. Once the Warriors and What Becomes of the Broken Hearted was sitting there. So I was like, cool, let's get What Becomes of the Broken Hearted out. I hooked up the DVD player, put it on, and man, I was in the zone. I'll be honest. It was like watching a movie in like 240p or some of that. There was no HD about it. But I absolutely loved my time. Had the best time ever. And yeah, just just great. I've, I've had it set up there all week. In anticipation that I'm going to watch more DVDs, I've actually stacked a couple on there. Things that like I can't find on streaming services. One being Roadhouse, might be on Prime, and two being The Burbs of Tom Hanks. That's not on any streaming services, and I love that Tom Hanks movie. It's arguably my favorite Tom Hanks movie. So we were watching that, um, but that was basically my my weekend. So we, we steamrolled through that. We steamrolled through that. Now this weekend we get to the real the real crux of it. I'm going to have a little sip, Rooney, because I deserve it. Friday night. Now, I've got a bit of a, I've got a bit of a thing. I want to talk about this, but there's a career change on the card. We'll talk about it after at length. But the big dog's got a new job, and the big girl, the queen, she's got a new job, right? She's coming very much permanent part time, and the big dog is throwing his his balls in the ring and going to career change. So we'll talk to that after this. Um, but I thought we need to celebrate. So I went and got a couple of bottles of uh, the bubble. Now look. Just because I got the job doesn't mean I got the cash just yet. So we got bottles of pink. I will say the government are starting to tax a bit more on the alcohol. I did notice that. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Government are dogging us out. Cartons of beer are up $5 each, and bottles of pink are up about $2 each. I wasn't, maybe like a dollar ten. It doesn't matter. It's the principle of the thing. Dirty dogs. So I bought not one, but three bottles. I just thought, that seemed right. That seemed right. Now, I'd anticipated that Beck would want to get down and dirty on some of these things. We made homemade pizzas. Mm, delicious. My compliments to the chef, being me. And I cracked the pink. We had a glass each. She may have had another little glass. The kids were a little bit, little bit, you know, needing to get to bed and stuff like that. So she put them to bed that night. And I come. she comes back down. And I say, start rubbing my hands. Because I've had visions of previous Saturday night, right? And I start rubbing my hands. I was like, who wants a glass of pink? And she's like, I'm done. I'm just gonna stick the water. I was like, 
oh, it really took me by storm. I was like, what the fuck? So naturally, I finished the bottle that we opened. And because I was having such a good time and I was in a flow state, you'd say, um, as in flowing pink into a champagne glass and then flowing it down my neck, I had to crack another bottle on my own, soloed it, just went hard. So basically drunk two bottles of pink to myself on Friday night and I don't have a problem with that. It was a great Friday night. Now, made matters worse. Um, well, it was a great night, but we put on a shit movie and don't you hate that? It was called The Strays. I'd avoid it at... Uh, at all costs it's shit it's an english movie it had all the premise of being a fucking good movie right there was like the cool cast the great sort of interesting plot line you're like there's got to be a twist here it had a real get out sort of feel if you know that movie you know what i'm talking about a real get out sort of feel um but mate there was nothing get out about it it was like get it out of my netflix fucking my watch list and get it out of my life that's what it was it was crap um two out of ten little parts were okay Plot just fizzled, shit ending. I hate it when it's a shit ending. It's an hour and a half, I'll never get back. Anyway, this is not a show about misery, but that was Friday night. I eventually went to bed. Saturday, we had some friends up, which was great. So it started early, went down to King's just with the family. I wanted a dip. I hadn't been to the beach all week, so I had to get a dip in. Then went up to Arenda, shout out Arenda. Uh, you know them from their mimosas. We had uh, a chai latte, some coffees, and a little bit of a, a wrap situation and a croissant delicious lovely shout out arenda if you're ever in king's beach go and check out arenda great cafe and um our friends then came up we had a good time but we went and got some booze some food to the butcher we went and got some i love the butcher bucocks shout out dude great lamb kofta kebabs we went and got some of them and some uh and some chicken kebabs our friends came up unreal and don't you love it when you've got friends great friends that they're just so normal they're just so like you that these people are so good they're like they remind me of a reflection of ourselves which is being beck and i and they want to drink they want to laugh they want to talk they want to fucking eat and drink be merry the kind of people say hey you want to meet me for a pint done when and where you know those sort of people you know what i mean you put some music on love this song that's cool like it's just unreal this food unreal we love lamb kofta but just fucking really good people um so shout out to Kira, and we we punished it. We punished some wines. We had a couple of drinks and went down to the beach. Unreal. We then went up and got a couple of schooners. Me and Tommy. We then stopped, got a handsome five bottles of wine and a carton of beer, and just had a fucking good night. Did one of those bottles of wine last? No, it did not. There was not one bottle left. That's how much of a good time we had on Saturday night. Woke up all a little bit dusty. I was okay, just a little bit of a mild headache, but I had a tactical B vitamin in the morning. And I tell you what, I had a tactical pita bread sort of toasty situation on a Saturday evening. Now, that's that's a good move. I, I got I cut a pita bread in half, Lebanese bread, I believe it was. Shout out to, to Lebanon there, making great bread. Cheese, ham, tomato, another layer of cheese, together toasted the fuck out of it with butter it's exactly what the body needs after like a good couple of liters of wine and beer so that was saturday night fucking delicious woke up sunday morning we had intentions to go up to torella to go to the uh the the animal farm as as it were we didn't get there the beach was cranking so we just had a good time at the beach and just loved it and, and i was just like such a good way to sort of end end the summer right um we then went to coffee cat local sort of place wasn't that good. I, I got the BLT. 
what I do, I have a theory with like basic sort of places. If anything's like, like some places you see, like this is a beachside cafe and they got some exotic sort of Moroccan shit on there, a fatouche salad. Uh, I don't do that. I don't do that. I saw BLT. I thought you can't fuck up bacon, lettuce and tomato, right? Done. Bang. No, I ordered the best thing. Tommy got the Roddy thing. Kira got the fucking Nazi Goreng, but it was like with quinoa. Like, you don't fuck with the classic. Just put rice with it. And Beck got the Moroccan chicken burger, which was the second thing I was going to get until I saw they smothered the bastard in hummus. I was like, not a chance, right? Fuck that. I don't want hummus on a burger, right? I don't care what they do in Morocco. I don't want it here on the fucking Sunshine Coast in Queensland. So, I had the best lunch. But my golden rule is just stick with classics, right? And if you see a Japanese dish on a, on a menu, get that, Right? I didn't get the Nazi goring. I'm not sure if that's Japanese, but they fucked it with the quinoa. If he had rice, probably got the Nazi goring. But yeah, stick to the classics. You go to a pub, you get a schnitty, you get a steak. You don't go crazy. You don't get a fucking salad. That's ridiculous behavior. You know what I mean? So pizzas, pasta, Italian joints, just stick just stick to the classics. Stick to the classics, all right? That's my one advice for you. They, they pissed off in the afternoon. We then just uh, hit a few more birrios. And, oh, we're in a Sunday at this point. Yeah, hit a few more birrios, had a couple of rosés after dark, maybe another beer, put on a good movie. It's my movie of the week, The Governors on Amazon Prime. Checked it out, and I started another one. I was having such a good time called We Still Kill the Old Way. I've got about 40 minutes left of that, so I'm going to finish it after the show tonight. English movies, gangster movies. I'm obsessed with English gangsters and hooliganism and stuff like that, so I love that shit. But The Governors was good, loved it. Good, interesting sort of twist there. And We Still Kill the Old Way has got a good feel about it too. If you like English gangster, hooligan-esque, violent movies, go and check those movies out. But that was my Sunday. Now I'm at the Monday, had a work thing today, ate pizza all day, and now here I am with you. I've had an ice cream this afternoon, and now I'm having, I've had a kombucha, and now I'm having a beer. Right, just total fat mess, but I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. Life's good, right? So I mentioned there, I dangled a little fucking fucking nugget of of uh, of stuff there. We will talk about that. The big dog career change. Now I don't really talk about my career too much on the podcast. In fact, I don't think I've ever alluded to what I do for work. Um, I f- I feel like I want to I want to talk about the career change more so. Um, it was a big thing in my mind, and I, and I had to re, you know do a lot of thinking about it and stuff like that. So after seven point five years, I've been in a job. I work uh, as a as a project and relationships manager for a company called Redbook Inspect, and I I quit. I quit. I resigned. Didn't quit. Resigned. Quitting sounds like you're just like you're done, you know. But I was I was resigned. I was done. Right in that way, and a few reasons. Probably about a year ago, I started just I hit a wall. I I wasn't enjoying the job as much anymore, and. It was just one of those things where you sort of like, some people, it, it happens quick to change. Other people, it takes a bit of time. Now, I got like mouths to feed and stuff like that. Now, over the course of the last six months especially, like expenses have gone up. Daycare, we've got added Oscar into the mix. Our rent went up. Um, food's more expensive. Petrol's more expensive. Drinks are more expensive. Da-da-da-da. I don't want to be that fucking broken record. But if you're in Australia, great country, all that sort of stuff, shit has got more expensive, right? That's just fact. Now, I'm in a position where I'm I'm sort of capped. I get a little bit of commission, but I'm capped. I'm not going to make fucking another five thousand dollars a month, right? Which is some months is exactly what I want to do. So I sat back and was like, "What am I going to do?" And there was another sort of reason at work. I thought pay review time, this that, got to make a jump, right? Now that was my thing. When you start, when I started winding down, 
on on okay i don't enjoy this anymore your work ethic starts to decline now i think as a as a human being if you have a good work ethic and it starts to decline you start feeling mentally shit right so i started feeling a little bit not depressed but just like oh god i I felt like i've got through this whole day i didn't perform as well as i used to perform and now i want to sit down and sort of take a chill pill but i don't feel like i've I've earned it i haven't i can't reward myself in that way so that was when like i was like okay well this i got to do something about this right um parts of the job i just wasn't enjoying anymore right and i lost my sort of work ethic in that way um and then thirdly which is some would say is the most important but it's all mixed in together I, i want fulfillment and I also wanted something that was uncapped and I could make a lot more money, right? So I basically tabled two options. And one I felt like I was I was going to definitely go to and I've actually gone to the other one instead. And now it's awesome that it works. It just feels right, 100% right. So I was going to become a finance broker or I was going to become a buyer's agent with Cohen Handler. Now I'd had one, two, three, probably three different offers for, for becoming a broker. One that I almost said yes to, right? And there was a couple little things. And and I tell you what, I must interview well because I turned around and, and said, I don't think I'm going to be able to take this job for financial reasons. They then said, we anticipated that. So we want to give you another 10,000 more on the base. So I was pretty flattered in that way. I'm thinking, fuck, I must say some good shit in the interview because they're trying to pay me more and I haven't even started here yet. I could be a total dead shit, which is not true. But I'm just saying, the big dog. The king interviews well. Now, the other one was the buyer's agent thing. And I'd met um, the managing director for Cohen Handler Queensland through a mutual friend. And I never even knew what a buyer's agent was. I, I I had no idea, frankly. So I said, Jordan, this was guy's name. I said, Jordan, what do you do behind buyer's agent? Tell me about it, man. I've never heard of that. So he tells me about it. And I was like, at the end of the conversation, I was like, wow, that actually sounds pretty cool. I was like, you know, I could see myself doing something like that. And he was like, well, if you're ever interested, hit me up. I was interested, so I hit him up. And we just sort of did the dance for a little bit, talked about it. You know, I I was sort of, I'll be honest, I was hiding behind the, I call it the financial wall of fear. That's what I was hiding behind for, for quite a few months. Now, I don't think it was totally unwarranted. I said, I've got two kids. I got a lot of overheads. Um, Beck was sort of working part-time. Her hours were like up and then they were down. So it's just, it's always fluctuating, right? So I was very much the, the financial breadwinner in that way. So I did have that on my mind, right? But I just sort of got to this point where I was like, I am unfulfilled day to day, right? I'm making other moves in my life, like to try and you know get up in the morning, be more positive. We'll talk about the life coach sort of thing in a, in a little bit. Um, but all these sort of things, all these sort of things just kept adding up for me, adding up for me, adding up for me. I, I'm, I'm so lucky to have these awesome kids that I've got. And one of these things I'm big on is leading by example, right? I don't want to be able to, in 20 years time, tell my kids, hey, follow your dreams, follow what you think you need to do. If I've never done that, I'd feel like a con. I feel like a, like a fucking con artist, right? So I look at them and go, I need to lead by example here, right? So if, if I want something more out of life, then I'm going to have to go and fucking grab it, right? And run with it. So that's what I did. So I ended up catching up with Cohen Handler and they just made me a better offer. And when I saw the team environment, when I met the people, the guy I'm working with and, and the, the managing director sort of, you know, met him in a bit more of a professional setting and went down to the office and met everybody, I was like, you know what? This just feels right. Where do I sign? And that was it. And and I'm very, very stoked I did that. And to um 
And to, to go back on the other one, when I had to resign from my job, I just knew it was the right time. Bittersweet because I made a lot of cool friends there and stuff like that. But I felt good knowing I'm closed. I've got one foot out the door here and I'm about to close the door on this, right? I need to tell you people, uh, my bosses and, and everyone I work with, that I'm not, I'm, I'm done. That was it. I'm done. And I felt good about it. You know, it's hard resigning from a job. I've done it once before, twice before. You, you do get that sense of, uh, you're letting them down, you know, but at the end of the day, like you're letting yourself down more if you don't go and chase your dreams or your your ambitions and stuff like that. And I think bubbling under the surface for at least six to 12 months, my, my the ambition has been rising and rising and rising. I'm doing a fucking lot of like mental work, but a lot of, oh God, there's fucking more out there, you know, and I, start, I felt a little bit financially bound, like, oh, maybe I'm only worth, you know, this much I'm getting a year. Maybe maybe I've tapped out, you know, like I don't have any trade, I don't have any qualifications. As soon as I said yes to this, when met everybody, that that's lifted for me now. The financial sort of thing has lifted. I'm thinking, I can make a lot more money here, eh? There's no fucking reason that I can't do that, right? I have a smart head, a smart brain in my head. I've got the street smarts, I've got it all, right? And, and that's not sounding egotistical, but that's just me backing myself we did a thing on self-belief this morning in my, my mindset session like a lot of people myself included like they don't have self-belief it's funny people will believe in you way more than you can believe in yourself in most cases i have found even myself everybody told you'd be great that you could do that and you're going yeah yeah yeah, yeah maybe maybe you're right but i've seen the light now i've accepted the position leading by example for my kids and myself and i'm super excited fucking very excited hey so i'm becoming a buyer's agent with cohen handler so anyone that's unfamiliar with it you have a real estate agent that sells property on behalf of the seller a buyer's agent buys property on behalf of the buyer so it's basically just the opposite side of of that and um i won't i won't talk to it at length too much now because i I haven't started the job yet so i'm not going to fucking profess that i know all the ins and outs but to say that I'm excited is an understatement. I feel motivated that I can go out and work hard and make a lot more money for myself and my family. I feel motivated that I've, I've said yes to a change that I, I wanted for quite some time. I've been working at home at this desk for seven and a half years in this, well, not in this room, but different rooms over time. You know, I'm a renter, I've jumped around. But seven and a half years working from home, it's time for me to like get out of the house. I'm sick of working home. I know a lot of people with COVID, they still got the COVID hangover. They're still like, yeah, it's so sick working in the house. I'm like, yeah, it's pros and cons, but this old dog, we don't want to do that shit anymore. I want to get out on the road. I live on the Sunshine Coast. It's beautiful. So I'm going to be working from Caloundra to Noosa on the road. A lot of networking with real estate agents, financial planners, things like that, getting a lot of contact. Then a lot of good people that want to buy property and I'm fucking excited. Feels good. I think you can hear it in my voice. You can hear it in my voice. Someone commented on it today and said, man, you sound excited. It's, it's actually really good to hear. It was my good man, Rushy. Hey, shout out. Happy birthday to Michael Rush. What a fucking legend. I'm going to have a drink to you, my brother. He's a big eater. He's in an all-you-can-eat sushi place tonight. Honestly, they're going to have to fucking, they're going to have to ring in more salmon. The guy's a beast. I love him. Happy birthday. So yeah, that's my, my thing on career change. I'm very, very excited. So now because I'm going to do a job that's like a bit more in, in the public eye, I'll probably have to like push myself a bit more on socials and stuff like that. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with the podcast. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't know what's going to happen with the podcast because there's going to be a lot more time thrown at my new job because um, I've got some goals that I, I really want to tick off my goal list. But I'll, I'll probably be more open with my career and stuff like that. It's, it's something that I don't really want to 
yeah, hide away from. So um, that's probably something that will come a bit more, maybe, maybe like work job related stuff. I'm not looking at it as a job right now. I'm, re- I'm feeling really passionate about it. it. It's unreal. So career change. Seriously, I'm excited. Hence, why I'm sitting here in a nice luscious new polo. I got the job, had to get out of the office last week and I was like, fuck, I don't really have smart, casual, formal sort of wear for that sort of stuff. Now the boys at Cohen Handler and the girls dress really schmick, really cool. Not super over the top, but everything they wear is just really cool. So I saw that and I was like, cool, all right, done. So I went and got a couple of nice polos to kick kick it off. I'll pick up a bit more stuff in the next two or three weeks. Um, polos were good, great polos, loved it. Where I did have a bit of a debacle though, which led to a little bit of a meltdown in the in the Maya changing rooms, is pants. Now I've talked at length before about the pants and the length of the pants and stuff like that. Now evidently, I have had a good summer um, because I've put on a few kgs. Now I'm pretty confident that I'm weighing in at about 85 kilos now. Now if you're watching at home, you can only really see from like my nipples up. My arms are good. I look toit up here. I'm carrying a bit of a fucking chassis, a little bit of a, 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 a human girdle right now. It's disgusting. That's me slapping my guts. So I tried on some 32s. Some of them were quite tight. Muffin tops, just a big fat muffin over the front. And of course, there's too much length on the legs. So I'm going to have to eat a diet. Now, I know I said I've eaten pizza and ice cream and I had one beer all of today. So today's a write-off. Tomorrow we start. But yeah, going to have to really um, watch my weight because the amount of anger that I saw in that change room the other day, it scared me a little bit. And and it was one of those things I was like, Beck, I don't know, like, why? She's like, well, you eat a lot of shit and you drink a lot of shit and you know how to lose weight. And you don't want to hear that. You don't want to hear that when you're in a heated rage of passion for, you, for yourself. You're just like, don't tell me that I'm fat because I know I'm fat, okay? I don't need that. And I don't need someone to lecture me right now. But honestly, after uh, after that, I, I stopped eating after hours that was one thing I was, besides besides this past weekend when I didn't really eat after hours as such well I did I had that fucking panini I lied Lebanese bread no yeah I did I'm a liar he caught me in a lie but I uh gotta lose some weight so tips tricks anyone let me know I actually joined up my friends my good friend uh, and shout out it was his birthday yesterday too Julian Waller aka Milky here I'm gonna take a drink for you my brother mm. happy birthday yeah jack son of a bitch I love you but yeah, he's got a thing called the Body Weight Dad, and I like it. It's cool. I'm in the community. I haven't really started doing the workouts yet, just because I need a set of rings and I haven't been able to buy them yet. But uh, yeah, he's got like a whole body weight sort of workout thing. There's a whole nutrition um, side of things, and then there's like sort of a a, a like-minded community. Now, it's only early days. Obviously, he's only got a, a handful of people in there, but it will steadily grow. And I think it's it's this really cool environment. His sort of vision that he's got to. Get all these guys in there, mainly dads, of course, that can sort of keep each other accountable. We can swap, you know, our wins, our our losses, our pros, our cons, whatever it may be. Keep each other motivated, accountable, you know. If you can't make it to the gym, don't worry about it. You need a set of rings, maybe, or just your own body weight, and he's going to teach you how to do all that sort of stuff, which uh, if you look at him, you know, Milky, he's a jacked individual, so go check him out. Um yeah, the bodyweight dad. If you're a dad that wants to get into shape, look at the bodyweight dad. Uh, me and Milky probably do a podcast about it soon. He wanted to get on and, and riff on a few things. So so we can do that. We can do that, Milky. Yeah, that's cool. We can do that. So yeah, 
That's where I'm at with that. We've got some nice polos. I love polos at the moment. Something about it. I don't know why. I just think they look really cool on me. You can probably tell they do. But I feel really good about it. Now, what else has happened? I bought a lawnmower. I bought a lawnmower. I was super stoked about this. 34 years old. I've never officially owned my own lawnmower until now. There's a new Mitre 10 locally. Mitre 10 Beringa. I'm not going to give you my home address. You'll probably come around here and want to try and fucking make love to me. But Mitre 10 Beringa, there's a hint. You could probably find me lurking around. 250 bucks, down 100 bucks. Brand new mower, four-stroke petrol. Grrr. That's me trying to do a mower noise. It, it sounded like a bit of a fucking wounded cat. But man, loved it. Just felt good about it. Just felt masculine. Testosterone flew. Put it up, put the handles on, set it up, bit of screw action. Really threw me off. It came with like some screwdrivers. Didn't need them. I was like, is this just a for gimmick? I don't know. Follow the instructions quite quite heavily because I didn't want to fuck it up. Got some petrol. Had to buy a fucking jerry can. Never owned a jerry can in my friggin' life. That was pretty cool. Had to call a friend. I said, so when I take the jerry can to the petrol station, I said, is the etiquette to drive the car up? Do I park the car and walk over and just stand? Like, I thought that's a bit bizarre. It's like walking through a Macca's drive-thru. He said, no, mate, you want to drive that car? You want to get out, put the jerry can on the ground? He, he was very adamant about the jerry can on the ground. And you fill it up. Bang. Five bucks fuel. Bang. Petrol everywhere. Whatever. Spilled it. And... Took it home, back got me the oil, great, man shit, four stroke, petrol, what up, unleaded 91, bit of red oil, don't know what that is, Push, put it in there, no funnel, got shit everywhere, damn it, now I've got to clean the oil off, pull the pull the ripcord, just like, I don't want to talk like this still, got the ripcord, just fucking petrol mower, I've made it, welcome to manhood, man, so good. So good. There's nothing like your own mower cutting your own grass. I understand. I understand now what testosterone is. Felt good. Felt really good. So yeah, now I just got to get a whip snipper because now it just looks like some weird haircut. Got really short grass and fucking grass fucking scooting on the sides of my house and the footpath. But yeah, love that. Love that for me. That was really, really fun. God, I'm riffing tonight. What else has been happening? I mentioned the life coach. I want to talk about that. Well, I'm not seeing the life coach anymore. I've graduated. I'm cured, so to speak. No, but for real, it was a six-month thing. I did the six-month. I learned a lot. Maybe you could have you could have uh, listened back to this podcast and, and heard over time of like me changing. I remember there was some pretty like heavy podcasts there that I did when I was like, you know, going through the throes of it and stuff like that. Um, anyone out there that is struggling and needs to talk to someone, I highly recommend like a life coach, a psychologist, a mentor. This guy, Rex Irwin, was probably more like a mentor, life coach thing. He didn't really come across like your stock standard sort of psychiatrist, focused a lot on, on breathing and breath work, mindset, meditation, a lot of that sort of stuff. Very much breath work orientated. He loved ice baths and stuff like that. But he just had a way with words and had a way that he, he would he would listen and he would take what I what I needed to say and he would give me something to work with or he'd say listen in a nice way like that's not a big problem right and I'll tell you why and it made sense now it was funny one thing that I've noticed and I do it I've done it when you live like a sort of a privileged life like I do and, and I don't want to sound like an arrogant motherfucker but like 
we live in a country like Australia, right? There's a lot of opportunity here. That's what I'm getting at. So you kind of make problems up or, you know, daddy didn't love me or just things like that. Or woe is me. I'm so broke. Oh, a girlfriend left me. My wife left me. My dog fucking left me. Whatever. And you sort of get all that shit out and talk to an individual that may have been through that himself, which sounds like he'd been through some hard shit too. And you get it out. It's like just, just like fucking squeezing your soul out. And then you're like, ah, okay, cool. I get a bit of clarity now and I can start moving forward. So I sort of felt good about doing all that. I, of course, did my, my Monday morning mindset things, which I'm still doing, frankly, and I'm not paying for it. I've said to them, I don't want to pay for this because it's $45 a week that like I can't budget right now. And they just, again, must really like my company because they just say, they just keep sending me the link and they say, just keep coming, just keep coming, just keep coming. Now, I'll be pretty fucking miffed if I get a large invoice in about six months on, but I don't think that's their style, touch wood. But yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on that because I'm not I'm not seeing that uh, Rex anymore. And it was one of the, the greatest things that I did. It just a lot of clarity a lot of things that made sense a lot of things that i needed to talk about and get off my chest and uh, learn breath work that was amazing so if you are struggling with absolutely anything you want any sort of clarity whatsoever you might be the, the most depressed person the most anxious person or you might just need a few answers you might just have a bit of a weird sort of shit going on highly recommend getting in touch with well one rex owen is this guy he's amazing but um if if you're in a different part of i'm in brisbane or he's in brisbane with a lot of stuff on zoom so you should be able to get him but um just seek it out i know there's like mental health plans and stuff like that seek it out you can get like five free therapy sessions or some shit whatever the name is for it just find a good person and if you want to talk just talk to them and just be open and get it all out i did and i'm better for it so i wanted to give you the update around that one because i'm uh I thought I had a lot to talk about tonight, but I feel like I've talked faster than I normally do. I'm going to take another, another another drink. But yeah, we'll cut this show up soon. I was going to do a thing about relationships and connections, but I think I sort of alluded to that early on. But I will say, just to touch on that really, really quickly, parents out there, take some time. Take some time to spend it with your significant other because you'll thank me for it later. But a little bit of wine, a little bit of wine if you're that way inclined. A little bit of connection, maybe a nice movie, a lot of conversation. Get it done, you'll feel better for it. The night we had on Saturday night had a weird, weird mood. Sort of coming into that for like a week or two, just felt a bit alienated in in the relationship. We connected. I, I felt better. I'm floating. I'm on cloud nine. That was like a week and a bit ago. Un- two weeks ago. I'm still I'm still floating. Unreal. So go and check it out. Go and do that. Go and get loved up with your loved one. But the one thing I want to talk about. Uh, to finish it off, I just it's just like a bit of a shout-out. bit of a shout-out. I follow a thing on Twitter called Fesshole. I'm just looking it over here. Confess your sins anonymously. Will the internet absolve you? There's a book and stuff. It's all about um, Britain confesses anonymously, right? So it's kind of like up to you. It's like, is this bullshit or is this legit shit? But it's, it's actually pretty... Um, it's actually pretty funny. I, I like it. I started following it and I just wanted to read a few of them out because I thought they were funny. I'm just going to go through here. I love when people come up with these sort of things and they just like take off like as a book. Someone will just come on here and was like, here, just tell us your fantasies or whatever, your secrets because I want to hear about it. A car backed into me and I caught it all on my dash cam. My insurance company asked for the footage, but I told them I'd accidentally deleted it. Really, I was too embarrassed to send it to them because you can hear me pretending I'm on the Graham Norton show in the background. Cool. I like that. I like that. That's pretty... Uh, that's pretty funny. We get that. 
Um, have suspected for a while that my upstairs neighbor is a drug dealer. I just left. Th- I just left them until their customers started regularly ringing my doorbell by mistake at two a.m. I've now reported them. I just want a decent night's sleep. What's this one? I like this one. I've only ever used Uber once. I was in New York, quite tipsy, and ended up giving the driver a hand job. Fucker only rated me three out of five on the app. I'd like to know. I'd like to know what was going on there. That's cool. Someone was definitely drunk doing that. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. This is funny though. I like this. Oh god, where are the fucking funnier ones though? I'm a French guy living in the UK. My friends assume I know a lot about wine. When we eat out, they always ask me to choose what bottle to order. I just pick a random one. I don't have a fucking clue about wine. I like Toro Loco from Aldi. I like this guy. I can relate to that, right? Read a couple more here and then I'm going to fucking finish this show. When I was 13, my mam, this is English, my mam got a tattoo of a drawing that I did a few years prior. The thing is, the drawing was copied from some other artist on Google. Wasn't that good? Sometimes when I'm sad that I left my now ex-partner and our marriage because they cheated on me with the person they are now with, I go on Amazon and read that person's one-star reviews of the book they wrote. It always cheers me up. I like that. That's cute. Anyway, I'm just riffing here. Wasn't as funny as I thought it was going to be, actually. Sorry, that wasn't funny. That was like a real, real lackluster way to end that show. Oh, there was one fucking thing I want to talk about. You dumbass. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury, Fibers Today. Didn't watch it all, watched the highlights, because I actually thought it was on the weekend. But um, I just wanted to say about Jake Paul. I didn't initially like the guy. There was something funny, and I don't really hate people, but there was something about him. I'm just like, this guy's got a punchable head, you know, YouTuber, fucking next Disney star, whatever he was, trying to get into the fight game. Oh, God, what does he belong there and stuff like that. And then at some point, I just sort of changed. I was like, he if he can train and, and walk the walk and talk the talk, then he absolutely deserves to be there. Why not? He's bringing a lot of eyes to the sport of boxing. And he's beat up a lot of like, granted, they're not ex-boxers, but they're like ex-MMA people. He's, he's knocked out quite a few of them. And everyone's just like, you're tripping. It's all fake. You're tripping. You're tripping. You're tripping. It's all set up. Could be. Could be not. I think boxing is pretty fucking boring, if I'm honest. I love MMA, but boxing is pretty fucking boring to watch. And he was fighting Tommy Fury, which was Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King's brother. And he, apparently he's a pro fighter. So you basically got like a, a trumped up YouTube amateur boxer who's got like a 5-0 and or 6-0 and record fighting Tommy Fury, who's actually a legit undefeated fighter. But apparently he's only fought a lot of tomato cans, right? Anyway... Tommy Fury, spoiler alert, he got up, he beat Jake Paul. It was a it was a split decision win, so it was pretty close. The highlights I watched, I actually thought it seemed very, very even. There was a couple of knockdowns from either side. Um, but Jake Paul, for 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 his money, like for someone who's like just started boxing and he's now like making a shitload of money out of boxing against actual an actual boxer today, he doesn't look that bad. I thought he looked pretty fucking good, right? And you're going as you don't know shit about boxing, but I thought he looked pretty fucking good. Tommy Fury had like a point taken off him. So I'm like, well, he's a professional boxer and he's still doing dirty shit, right? So did Jake Paul. He had some shit, uh, one one point taken off him too, but it was like, what? But uh thing I like about him, and this is what I've come to enjoy about him. Yeah, he says some dumb jokes and stuff like that, but there's something to be admired about people that just like, I want that, I'm going for that. No matter what, that's what I'm doing, right? So... I thought that was really, really cool. So yeah, Jay Paul, Tommy Fury, Jay Paul won. Let's be honest, they're going to set it up for a rematch, 100%, 100%. Anyway, I'm not a fucking boxing fan. Uh, 
I've had some people ask me about the boys from them's fighting words. One of them was crook last week, which is why another reason why I didn't get on a Monday night. I sort of cocked the plans up a bit. Um, I talked to those boys again, and we'll get them on. But got a, got a few guest uh, guest episodes coming up potentially. A few people in the pipeline. But anyway, episode one fifty three in the can. I'm hot. I'm sweaty. Last day of summer tomorrow. I've had a great summer. Anyway. I'm the king of the couch. I hope you have a beautiful week and I love you all.